Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. This is Paul Hawksby. Andy Jacobs. Uh, and welcome once again to the H&J Daily, some of the best bits of this afternoon's show. I didn't say the word and there. I'm just no, I didn't. More economical. Quite. <laughs> Andy Jacobs? Yeah, I don't know why. Um, okay. Yeah, we, we had, of course, you'll hear from us uh, through the course of the show. We had a bit of a chat about various things. Yes, uh, quite a... Shorter than usual, of course, because we were um, we had uh, Dillian White join us. Mm. But we had, it was a bit of a bad line, so we won't put you through that. I mean, he was good. <laughs> yeah. uh, and by the way, one thing we did establish, even though Anthony Joshua calls him Dylan, he's Dillian. Oh, yeah. Horse's mouth. Good. Just as it's spelt, no messing about. Um, anyway, we had a chat. Martin Kellner joined us with a week of sport on TV, looking at various things, most of it uh, on Netflix. He has an interesting <laughs> turn of phrase for t- terrestrial TV, uh, as you'll just uh, discover in a few moments' time. Here it all is. Michael Athen, I'm a big fan of Michael Athen. I always agree with him, or generally agree with him, but I can't agree with what he... His headline of his piece today in The Times... Forget Nets, England need complete rest. Right. They've played seven days of Test cricket. <laughs> they lost the first one in four and the second one in three. Yeah. Oh, they must be exhausted. Well, I mean, in the con- in the context of a year of cricket, which yeah. is never ending, yeah, all cricketers, all Test cricketers, all regular well, the international cricketers, exactly, both sides, yeah, need a break. Making but, excuses uh, is poor. Uh, did you see that um, while they were running on the beach, you were making, you were getting very upset yesterday because they were running on the beach and not having a net. Yeah. Um, you saw it. Ben Stokes actually got injured running on the beach. <laughs> Fantastic. Well <laughs> so done. So that's how he, that's how he bruised his heel. Yeah, congratulations. He probably stood on a carry bottle top or something. <laughs> I don't know. It's not good, is it? No. It's ridiculous. Um, now, they've, they've come up with a list of foreign words that are most mispronounced. Oh, yeah. And uh, I'm definitely blaming Alan Brazil for this one. It's croissant. Croissant is the top of the list of common foreign words that British people mispronounce. Yeah. Croissant. Croissant. <laughs> Alan doesn't put the T on it. He does go croissant. Yeah. But the croissant's say, it's not a croissant, is it? It's a way it is. I think it's a kind of... The Scottish and the French... It's a bit like had, December. The Scottish and the French have had many an alliance over the years, normally because it involved giving us a bit of a kicking. So... Uh, Croissant, I think, yeah. is a lovely Scottish uh, Anglo sort of sorry Franco Scottish hybrid. 
Bruschetta was the next one. I've never heard Alan say that. Ciabatta. No. I've heard him say something like it. Yeah, Cerveza, I've heard him say that. Well, he disappears with the sun <laughs> under his arm at about two minutes to six. Yeah? Yeah. Cerveza. Oh, he, oh, he can say that. He can definitely, he say, can that, definitely yeah. say He can say that in about 75 <laughs> languages. Exactly. He can say that in Eskimo. And there's 12 words for Cerveza in Eskimo. And number 12, he definitely can say this, Merlot. Oh, yeah, he can say that. <laughs> he can yeah. definitely say Merlot. He can definitely say Merlot. So, <laughs> yeah, I mean, really, it wasn't about just Alan, that, that survey. No, it? but that's the way I choose chose to in, <laughs> interpret. You saw it through the prism of Alan Brazil. <laughs> because I saw another story. What a great show that would be, <laughs> The Prism. <laughs> Of Alan Brazil. Yeah, that's with an M. I'd, I'd watch it. And not with an M. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Of course. Of course. Yeah. Uh, another story that I looked through the Alan prism yeah. was this story where hangovers are just as bad. Where, where the people... I can see the theme really building here, <laughs> yeah. to be honest. Whether people drink beer before wine or the other way around. But this, honestly... They say it makes no difference. Alan would have loved this. They plied 90 volunteers aged 19 to 40, which probably ruled him out slightly, with with booze to see if they how it affected people. Like, uh, one group drank two and a half pints of beer, yeah. then four large glasses of white wine. Mm. That's Alan by about half ten, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, <laughs> second, That's right. Yeah, yeah. Second group dr- not drowning, <laughs> drowning, <laughs> drowning, downing, the, downing the same, and uh, but in reverse order, and it made no difference. So yeah. there you go. Volunteers drank about nineteen units of alcohol. In I could never quite session. see the science in that, really. No. But, you know, they, they do, they, all these old wives, they probably have I'm something just, I'm in just it, thinking, Andy, over these years, I've, I mean, we've, we've gone out on a lot of socials together and gone away. You've never seen me world. drunk. Not pro- I've seen Oh, you, I know when, in I've, Russia. No, so, yeah. I've seen <laughs> I you was kind hammered of, in I've Russia. I've seen you merry. <laughs> yeah. But, no, you started getting... No, I started getting you very... Started getting, very uh, not very pleasant. You won't be surprised to hear this, <laughs> talk sport listeners, but Andy is a chippy drunk. It gets a bit. Ch- Don't you remember? I'm looking at the. I'm looking at the. Yeah, he, I did, I did. he decided neat vodka was the way to go one afternoon while we were watching um, Russia play in the yeah. World Cup they, they, when they were finally knocked I out. I'd the join tournament. in. And uh, yeah, neat vodka. I don't think it agreed with you. I thought I thought we'd, you were kicking off with someone. We're going to have to step in in a <laughs> minute and sort this out. I was talking to somebody, wasn't oh, I? Going on and on about that. Right, old go yeah, it's, it's not ideal, really, yeah. but uh, yeah. But you know, that's maybe why. When I, you know that you yeah. might, you know, that's probably why. I like why a you, drink, but there's, not. There's the demon inside I you. I like a bit of control. I don't like being out of control. Well, I don't think any of us do, do we? Really? Well, I don't know about that. <laughs> <laughs> you weren't too bad at the old cricket in, uh, when we were at oh, no, no, Edgbaston. That, that was exceptional. <laughs> that was exceptional. Yeah, that, that it, was, was, it was. Yeah, really. yeah. Uh, the horse that played Black Beauty. Yeah. In the 19- Is he coming in? <laughs> yeah, hello. How are you doing? good, yeah. He's, he hasn't got the flu. He'd be good yeah. for the roses. <laughs> be fine. Get Rufus to get a bucket and a shovel. <laughs> this is incredible. He's about to turn 30. Uh, really? Billy Blindage has been named... Britain's is that his name? Yeah. The, the horse? Yeah. It's called Billy Blindage. <laughs> I don't Not Billy Blindage. Well, it could be Billy Blindage. Who's <laughs> Billy Blindage? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Billy, even if he's called Billy Blindage, it's still a strange name for a horse. It is, Oh, yeah. he's not Billy Blindage, he's Billy Blindage. Oh, now I know what you mean. You mean the horse from Black Beauty, <laughs> don't you? That's the one. He's been named as Britain's most loved horse. And, uh, Has he? Yeah. But I was trying to work out, 30, I mean, because you see horses are three, or they're retired to stud. Yeah. So 30, is that's got to be in horsey years. I work, That's over 100. You've, you've worked it out. That's <laughs> over. You haven't worked yeah. it out that well. Well, I had you? a word with the horse. You see, you put it all down to porridge and whiskey. Is that what <laughs> yeah. you said? Yeah. That's good getting a 30, though. Isn't yeah, it? 30. You've got to be, we'll, we'll ask MCE. It's got to be old for a horse. But we, had, we had the late, great uh, Roger Lloyd Pack in the studio, of mm. course, played Trigger in Only Fools and Horses. And, and we said to him, um, how many times a day do you get, Oi, Trigger, mm. hello, Dave. Mm. He said a 
about 60. Mm. About 60 times a day I get that shout at me if I'm on the street. Yeah. So it must be terrible for Billy Blindage Blindage because everywhere he goes, he walks at anyway. He must say, yeah, all right, mate, I get the idea. Yeah, that's I true. Black he, must, he must be sick of that tune. Or I imagine he's one of those horses that people say, you the, you Billy Blindage Blindage from... Uh, <laughs> Billy Blindage Blindage. <laughs> from Black Beauty. And he says, no, mate, I wish I had his money. Yeah, exactly. Wish I had his oats. <laughs> that's right. And he just, because he could be any black horse, yeah, couldn't he? Quite good for yeah. animal news today, because there was no football last night. So you know, Okay, can we go now? I'm getting a bit bored now. <laughs> okay. So, no, thank you. No, I enjoyed it, Andy. I did enjoy it. It was fun. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Me and Jacobs here on Talk Sport. If you've never had a chance to watch any sport on TV this week, I'd find that hard to believe. But if you haven't, the good news is Martin Kellner is here. And I haven't fill, watched any either. To so. fill you in. <laughs> this is very much his, his remit on the show, a week of sport on TV. So mm. yeah. a selective, uh, well, hand-picked. I, I did watch the West Ham match uh, of against uh, Liverpool, obviously. Yeah, I'd was, expect that. That's your team. It mm. is. Yeah. And was, it was uh, enjoyable. Mm. It was very enjoyable, but I was suitably disappointed by the fact that Liverpool was the story. Do you know what I mean? When you when your team is, you know, eighth, ninth in the, in the yeah. Premier League and you're playing Liverpool... Or, invariably yeah. they're not going to give the credit where it's due but I thought Ashley Cole was very good mm. and in the middle of all that I mean I thought he was good, uh, a good analyst anyway and in the middle of all that he did give West Ham proper and due credit yes um, which I tweeted out I'm sure he'd be well, they should have won the game really shouldn't they, they should well yeah. you know on the offside decision was ridiculous yeah. and the, the, the one, one at the end no panic over the bar yeah, yeah, as well. Yeah. yeah, there was. Um, yeah, so it's it's things looking pretty good for West Ham. It's a good turnout, good crowd, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I, I like it there. But um, they uh, obviously they've had a really bad January out of the cup and all that. And, and when you say that, the best they can hope for is to get seventh in the uh, in the league, which. Mm. You know, it's you, all going in the right direction. Lanz- the right Lanzini's coming back, That's and true. you know, yeah. got a good manager. So yeah. But I haven't. Been, apart from that, I haven't been watching Council TV at all. Uh, right. Just been watching uh, Netflix. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the thing is, I've got Netflix now and Amazon Prime. Right. Uh, and there are a phenomenal number of uh, football. We were saying this last week. Mm. You know, there's, uh, you know, the Manchester City one on Amazon Prime, and then there's the Sunderland one, obviously, which is very good. That's on um, Netflix. Yeah, yeah. And there are loads of others. The Juventus one. I watched a bit of that. And I decided, a, have you found have you found the Bocker one yet? Yeah, I challenge you to watch Bocker Confidential. Bocker Confidential. Bocker it could be a very quiet day when that's on. I would have. <laughs> I watched the whole league. series. You watched, yeah. Did you? It's yeah, the yeah. same behind the scenes, but it's with same, Bocker Junior. It's the same old. Yeah. Well, I watched the um, Stephen Gerrard documentary, which is on um, Amazon Prime, okay. called Maker's Dream. And I think the problem with these documentaries, where they're just about one player, is they do turn into a, a hagiography, yeah. if you like. And they showed you uh, clips, that one or two I'd seen before, of Gerrard as a kid, because there's lots of that, because he was playing from the age of eight. Uh, and there was lots of people with uh, with video, you know, it was the, I suppose at that time when he was eight, that was the sort of birth of everybody going around with with a with a small video camera so yeah, there's yeah. loads of uh, loads of stuff about that but I tired of it, to be honest, after about 20 minutes. Uh, you know, it was him. Yeah, it's not surprising, really. As yeah. you say, it's a bit one-dimensional, I'd imagine. Yeah, if you, I mean, if you're a Liverpool fan, you're, you're, yeah. you'd soak it up. I mean, if Do they were made the, yeah. the, the same show about 
I don't know, a, a West Ham legend, you'd, you'd probably well, go is, with it, wouldn't you? Yeah, there isn't one out there about a West Ham do, legend. Do you feel, though, that a lot of these sort of fly-on-the-wall things, are they, are, they, are they as good as the 30 for 30 series? Oh, I, nowhere near. I don't think nowhere so. They set, I'm watching one at the moment about Buffalo's four Super Bowl appearances. I don't know if you've ever seen that well, one. My, my, see, the thing is, yeah, Andy, yeah. to be fair, I mean, they're setting out to do different things. The 30 for 30s are self-contained hour-and-a-half documentaries. They're not, mm. they're they're not over eight And they're also weeks. made by proper filmmakers. I mean, yeah. there are film directors that have made those films. The, one, yeah. the, the famous Baltimore film director, whose name I've forgotten, but he's done loads of great feature films. Mm. Mm. Um, I think he did something like American Graffiti, or if it wasn't American. But anyway, he's from Baltimore. And... Mm. Uh, and Spike Lee and people like that. And Spike Lee's done made them. Yeah. yeah, so there's loads of good directors. This is sort of um, put together. It was it's what in newspaper terms you call copy and paste. Yeah. There was there was all sorts of clips of uh, Gerard and everything, and him saying, oh, "Nice to know about the Bluebell Estate in Heighton, where he's from." Um, his mum was there. And if you're thinking of doing a Scouse accent, there are lots of lovely Scouse accents in there. Right. But obviously these days you can't do that sort of thing. Um, <laughs> and, and yet all of it, you know, it, it's up for grabs now. How many times have we seen the clip where it's up for grabs now? And oh, yeah, Michael we love Thomas that. Lovely yeah. clip. But um, the one that was... Mo- so I, I tired of that and uh, went on to the Oscar Pistorius documentary, okay. which is a four-part documentary and is really, really good. Uh, and the most surprising thing about it is... Um, Amongst the talking heads is Gareth A. Davis. Oh, okay. oh Gareth because Davis Gareth t- knew Oscar Pistorius. He Gareth did. is. Yeah, Gareth I never was, knew that. He's- oh yeah, Gareth was very big into Paralympic sports very early on, and Pistorius before his terrible thing that he did was a great hero. I oh, mean, it was totally. a real fall from grace. Mm. I'll tell you what was very interesting about it, and that is uh, South Africa in the period before Mandela, so the dying days of apartheid, mm. if you like. And um, it was almost like a North Korean situation where they were completely, you know, completely inured to the rest of the world, you know? Mm. And uh, they, his, his mum, Oscar Pistorius' mum, Sheila, was on some women's magazine show and it's sad we heard her talking about her boy who'd been born, you know, with these disabilities. And uh, you listen to it, and it sounds, you know, when you sometimes hear a clip of Woman's Out from 1943, <laughs> it did sound exactly like that. And, you know, the, the South Africa was just such a bizarre country yeah. uh, during apartheid mm. where half the country was living in, still living in the 1950s. It was very much like, you know... I, I noticed last week it's changed so much and so much for the better that it was a one-day international, and they were just, you know, South Africa were doing well, and there was a two blokes in the crowd, a white guy and a black yeah. guy, and they were embracing, and everybody was celebrating the wickets, and there was a mixture. It's come on a lot. Yeah, I mean, it's amazing to think it was so recent. The, the mm. open elections when uh, Mandela got him was 1994, which is not, you know, it's not ancient history. Uh, and the fact they managed to stay, you know, out of the, away from the rest of the world for that long was um, was quite interesting. There's a, there's a Mandela exhibition on around here in Waterloo. I think it opened either Wednesday or yesterday. It's got a whole collection of his shirts. So I'm quite interested because they are quite spectacular, yeah. as well as other artifacts. Yeah. So um, if you've got half an hour, you can nip down there between. They were great shirts. shirts. He loved. He loved. They were great shirts, weren't they? Really. I mean, the the the, the Nelson Mandela shirt collection. I would imagine is. <laughs> yeah, well, that would be a documentary series. It's, I, would, I think it is. Yeah. <laughs> I remember Netflix. Chris Woods once turning up on the Question of Sport in a very similar Versace <laughs> one once, and really yeah. bringing the show to life. But the um, the best thing I watched this week. 
week uh, on uh, Amazon Prime was uh, LFC, mm. which stands, you know what LFC stands for? Not Liverpool Football Club. Okay. It stands for the Lingerie Fighting Championships. Oh, oh um, I know about it. Do you know about the Lingerie <laughs> yeah. Fighting Championships? Yeah. Never missed, it's like, it, never it's it, like yeah. the Lingerie Super Bowl, isn't it? It's it, the is, same it is. What about the Lingerie Crown Green Bowls? I mean, have they. I don't know, the thing about the Lingerie well, Super Bowls, they, the Lingerie they're, they're Crown decent. Green Bowls, they're going to be wearing surgical stockings and corsets. <laughs> you know, I'm loath to shout good wood. But anyway, um, <laughs> so I watched that. LFC. Do you want to hear about it? Yes. Yeah, of course I do. Yeah. Yeah. Well, um, I can they, guess what it's like, but they tell us. Anyway. Lace versus leather. Uh, it takes. That was the episode <laughs> I watched. Right. Takes fans behind the scenes of the world's most controversial MMA. Never league. been taken. Be- anyway, keep going, Martin. Yes, yeah. I will. Yeah. For the time being, is he ho- hovering over the dump? Button? <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. It's uh, yeah. It takes people behind the scenes of the world's most controversial MMA league, as uh, coaches and fighters prepare for LFC 18. Uh, Ronnie Taylor is the lady who oh, okay. is uh, she's in charge I of it. Was a, I thought it was a fella for a minute. <laughs> yeah. No, it's a lady, Ronnie okay, Taylor, yeah. definitely. Um, because she's, But they, they do it as if it's like a proper documentary, mm. which is hilarious because we all know exactly what it is. <laughs> but she, she does it so it's a proper documentary about a proper sport yeah. sort of thing. But she sits there in a bikini doing the interview, which you never find, you know, if you get some executive from the Premier League, you very you do, well, rarely... I, there, there was just that one interview with Richard Scudamore <laughs> yeah. that, that you can't get hold of now. They yeah. won't license that clip. <laughs> It's not it's even such a on shame. Pair of, pair of speedos, it was, wasn't it? During the World Cup in Brazil. We'll never forget that. Yeah. Anyway, she explained. Didn't know where to look. Yeah, well, absolutely. I mean, she explained how the uh, lingerie fighting championships came about. Apparently, um, there was a fight going on mm. with the normal women's MMA. Yeah. Um, but they're very ugly, according to Ronnie Taylor. Oh, I would say Ronnie, that's, that's harsh. That's what she harsh, said. Ronnie. I've got Ronnie. Ronnie. Mm. I have the quote written down here. The yeah. MMA fighting girls are ugly, she said. Wow. But a fight yeah, broke yeah. out amongst the ring girls. Okay. Who are the girls who put the... Um, hold the, uh, hold, the yeah, cards hold up, up the cards, yeah, yeah, yeah to yeah, avoid any misunderstanding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the girls who put the cards up, two, of them, one of them wanted to put round two up. The other yeah. one wanted to put round three up, <laughs> and they had a fight. And oh. she said that uh, she saw that the crowd stopped watching the actual. Um, using her word again, the actual rather um, unprepossessing girls who were fighting in... The, that wasn't her words, my word. Yeah. Who were fighting in the uh, in, in the women's MMA and started watching the ring girls. And she said... And so like, a great new sport was born. A great new sport was born. Just It's very much like the birth of rugby. Yeah. You know, when they picked and up... They, yeah, is that William Webb Ellis? William Webb Ellis. It's in that envelope, isn't it? It was a William Webb Ellis moment. Martin, we've run out of time. You're joking. No, I can't believe it. Another half hour of semi-scatological finger on the dump. Hang on, though. You might need to stay on it because... No, he's all right. He's all right, is he? He's good. He's had some dental work. Emergency dental work, but he's recovered. I could have done 20 minutes more on the women's luxury fighting championship. Maybe that for the, the yeah. Ho Chi Minh City audience overnight. Indeed, they'll love that. Um, <laughs> yeah, there was no lingerie, there was just bikinis. But anyway. Oh, okay. You're back um, I'm back at 1am. 1am on Talk Radio. And I have a podcast which a few people have mentioned H&J um, getting onto my podcast saying they heard yes. about H&J which is great for That's me. All so good it's, Ru- it's, it's called Ruthie, Me and My Dad. Me and My Dad. And it's, 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 it's a fine listen. So we'll catch up with you uh, next Friday, Martin. Excellent. Thanks very much. Martin Kellner there on Talk Radio. You've been listening to the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Hear the guy Every weekday between 1 and 4 p.m. on TalkSport. Council TV. Mm. He's a boy, isn't he? He is. Of course, we forgot to trail that we will be doing an additional clip. I don't know what's happened to me, Mike, there. I don't know. Someone's just turned it off, haven't they? You seem we've gone very quiet. Gone very anyway. quiet. Hello. What's happened there? doesn't matter. It's okay. Keep keep broadcasting. Yeah, he just turned us down. Okay. The producer, <laughs> he's only gone that? mad. You mad? <laughs>
We you didn't want so to be turned How are we to know that it's in our ears? It's, yeah. As far as we're concerned, it's not working. Yeah. That's a brilliant idea. We're well, going to keep. Matter. We don't care. We'll keep all this in. We'll keep all this in. Yeah. This is what. Yes, this is what Andy's like off air. He's all. Ch- I was going to say he's very charming on air, but he's not, is he? So anyway, um, what, what you were telling us? What this is a, an extra clip. Oh, yeah, extra from clip. Nigel, if we can all hear it. Yeah, yeah. Extra clip from Nigel. It was about a, a, a little anecdote, wasn't oh, it? Oh, from great, a holiday. Great anecdote. Yeah, here we go. And I got off the plane at Heathrow on a January morning. The flight was early. It was about half past five. I was standing outside terminal three I think it was in shorts t-shirt and flip-flops and didn't feel so clever when you know that was about minus two then and my, my, the cab that yeah. I'd booked to pick me up thought I was going to be the you know, I stood there for about half an hour that wasn't very funny I don't know that's quite funny to me <laughs> so there's no need for that is there no need for I indulge him for this imagine his bit knees they must have been knocking Fred, we've all done that haven't we not really. Turn no, up at the I, airport underdressed. You never do, do you? No, no, I plan it. Of course you do. You got to. Okay, we'll uh, catch up with you uh, next week. Have a fantastic weekend. Thanks for downloading us. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.